Welcome back to the um, five millionth episode of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Anyone who would have guessed that I would have quit, I almost said quat. Anyone who would have guessed that I'd quit, you were actually incorrect. I believe we are almost at 60 episodes, which means that if you played one episode every minute, you could fill an entire hour. Of course, each episode is longer than one minute, but like if you started one every minute, you'd be starting one every every minute for a full hour. From like noon to one o'clock, you could start a new episode. But not yet, because we're only on like 50-something. But, yeah, back again, same old thing. I, I have not, um, you know, started taking notes for this. I have not changed my process in any way. I am back sitting in the car. I believe last episode was a half car episode um not i was sitting in half of a car half of the episode i was sitting in a full car and then i went and recorded the other half um you know on my on my classic beanbag chair speaking of half the age-old question and i don't know that this has ever been completely studied by science but if you drink and this is such a 2012 question but i think it's an important one if you drink half of a five-hour energy, like those little drinks you get at the gas station. They're not even drinks. They're like little, like, it's a shot. If you drink half of a five-hour energy, do you have two and a half hours of energy or five hours of half energy? And I just feel like that needs to be studied. And this is, I think, the perfect time to bring back our Snapchat Al. That is the Snapchat AI service that Snapchat has now provided. I'm also getting a lot of... Um, ads for snapchat plus for some reason i think we've talked about this before but every company decided that they're going to add plus to whatever their name is and then charge you monthly for some sort of usually it's like a streaming service some sort of i saw an ad for walmart plus i think you can like order groceries to your house and it'll get there even faster but i'm going to use my non snapchat plus my snapchat minus regular snapchat al and say if you drink half a five this is a long thing to type out five hour energy do you have two and a half hours of energy or five hours of half energy she's typing I'd say you have five hours of half energy. It's about intensity, not duration. Okay. But like she said, I'd say. So it's like this is her opinion or this is a fact. It's kind of confusing. Anyway, I'm coming to you on a crisp August morning. We've made it to August. How exciting. There is, if you can hear a fan going in the background, that is the engine of my car. We've been having some overheating problems. Luckily, knock on wood. Is this steering wheel made of wood? Fingers crossed, I don't know. Clearly don't know much about cars. Um, so far, we have not had any engine seizure. The little dial on the thermostat has not gone all the way up to high, so I think we're fine. Um... I did go get an oil change about a month ago, and they said um, you have zero coolant in your engine. So that was a bit alarming. More so for them than for me. Anytime I go for a 
oil change. Like I'm, I'm prepared to be, um, kind of picked apart, you know, and, and, and just being told that I am the worst car owner, car parent that they've ever seen, that I'm neglecting the, the needs, um, of my car and what it's best for its functioning and health. So I, I kind of just in one ear out the other a little bit. Also, they're a little bit of an alarmist, of alarmists, those car oil change mechanics. That's the word, mechanics. And listen, do I think there's stuff wrong with my car? Absolutely, I can hear it. The engine is visibly shaking at times, just at times. You have to just turn it on and let it run for a little bit. But it just has like a frog in its throat, you know, which we all do. Not everyone, when, when you, know, you wake up in the morning, are you ready to go at full, full steam ahead? No. So why are we expecting our cars to do the same? Something to think about. But, yeah, no, they always give me this long list of your, your transmission needs to be done. You have no brakes. Uh, well, you have brakes, but the pads have been really worn down or whatever. Um, you have zero coolant. Your engine, something about the radiator. It's a lot of jargon. And I would really appreciate if they, you know, spoke in a little bit more of colloquial terms. Because I feel like, I've never been to a lawyer's office, but I feel like they don't tell you, like, habeas corpus. Like, you have to start, they have to start explaining stuff, you know? Talk to me. I need to wear a shirt next time I go to, go to get an oil change. Like, it's just like, talk to me like I'm stupid, you know? Because maybe they're scared to sound like condescending or whatever and they're scared to explain like what all like what's a transmission but could i in this moment tell you what a transmission is no so if you are a mechanic and i happen to you know roll up to your you know 10 minute oil change spot explain everything to me like i'm six you know because that's where i'm at but anyway crisp august morning we're well almost more it's late late morning which means i'm not recording this as last minute as i usually do not to brag it's only 11:41 a.m i'm sure there's been times where i've recorded this at 11:41 p.m i get i get my best work done between 11 p.m and 12 a.m and i think that's because i was so used to in school um, things being due at 11.59 that I really, like, learned to hunker down at, at around 11 o'clock and, like, you know, time was of the essence. I think I work best under pressure. It's obviously not, like, a calming thing to be subjecting yourself to. It's not like, oh, let me get a cup of of tea, a cup of instant Nescafe, put my feet up and gingerly write this poetry that's due at 11.59. It's more like, let me get a venti Starbucks, which caffeine doesn't really work on me, so I would like a refund on that. Uh, let me get a venti Starbucks, my laptop, and my charger, because I always forget to charge my laptop, and just type f- fast and furiously nonsense just to really fill the word count. And uh, just cross my fingers that we're done before 11.59, which I always was. The only time it got a little bit dicey was I realized at 11.53 that it wasn't due at 11.59. It was due at 11.55, which I think is evil. Like, why would you do that? 11.55? Like, are you trying to let me fail? But I submitted it at, like, 11.54 
in like 30 seconds. I was 30 seconds ahead of the deadline. So truly. Now, the grade I got on that, I'm not going to say for two reasons. One, I don't know it. And two, it probably wasn't anything great. But I finished it. I want that on my, you know, the 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 stone of my, whatever that's called. When they put you in the ground, my tombstone. I want, he got everything done. And then in smaller um, engraving, we can say like, but not always well. You know, like an ASMR type, in, like, um, but like engraving, engraving version. Like, he got everything done. Not always the best. Because you don't need to be the best. You just need to be not the worst. Which I think, I think on most things, like I'm not the worst. Although... I'm not the best at games. Like, I'm the worst at sports. I tried. I tried to play every major sport at some point in my life. Like, I've tried. It's not like I didn't try, you know? I'm just not very athletic. I don't love the idea of running, which most sports really, like, require that you do. Uh, So, I guess skating, hockey isn't really that. But I have the worst balance probably in the history of, of people. I think there are seals that have better balance than me. And I, you know what, I can be happy for them that they do. But, so mo- so I just don't have the skill, hand-eye coordination, worst, you know what I mean? So I don't really have, I don't really have the skills necessary to, to do, to excel in, ath- in athletics. So I really stopped trying there and, you know, reached a level of acceptance. So those types of games, I can see why I'm bad. But like, I'm bad at Yahtzee. Yahtzee is luck you roll dice and then take and then put them on a table and then whatever however they land is what you get and then there's a little bit of strategy in like where you put stuff like your three of a kind your full house whatever but like it's yahtzee it's luck and i always lose so i just feel like you know winning isn't my path which really taught me i wish i'm fine with because it taught me you know, just land in the middle. You want to be the middle of the curve, of the marking curve. You know, you don't want to stand out because then people are like, you know, gunning for you, put the target on your back. But you don't want to be the worst because then people are like, oh, you know, you get pitied, pitiful. Which, in every track and field meet that I tried, it, it turned into that. It was it was a pity fest. Um, I, I guess I enjoyed the attention, but like, wish I had earned it in a different way. Oh, I have a quick update um, and a recommendation for anybody. For the longest time, I think I've talked about the um, unfortunates of my unfortunates, unfortunate um, evaporating hair gel. I think I've called out the brands that have made this hair gel. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I've tried to put hair gel in every day. And by the time, like I'll, I'll leave the house and it looks good and I'll come back from wherever I was and my hair is falling into my face. If you touch my hair, it feels like there's nothing in it. Like, it just evaporates. The other day, I knew I was going to be, like, doing a lot of running around. And it was kind of hot, so I'd be sweating. So I was like, okay, let's not sweat out my hair gel today. So I put the hair gel in, and then I put this stuff in. And it went, shh. And, miraculously enough, how my hair looked when I left the house was how it looked like when I came back to the house. And that was like 12 hours. 
So I'm going to tell you what this stuff is called. It's called hairspray. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. I had heard kind of rumblings about it before. Um, but I just found it in the bathroom cabinet. I thought, okay, let me try. Let's see if the hype is, is, is where, you know, is, is necessary and earned. And it worked. So if anyone's struggling with that, um, hairspray will help your hair not fly into your face. Because I had to, at a certain point, just own it. And I had like the Bieber bangs, not on purpose. Like I would try to gel them back, but then it would just. Whoosh. And I, I just, I was like flipping my hair left and right. And it just wasn't, it didn't, it didn't work on me. I'm sure it works on some people, but it did not work on me. And I was trying to fight it. And who knew that the hairspray was the only thing that I needed. It's like $2 from the dollar store. Which don't even get me started on the whole dollar store system. Like, it's literally called the dollar store. And there's, like, maybe ten types of things that are actually a dollar. Everything else is, like, three or four. So it should really be called the three dollar store. If only they let me make the rules. Anyway, um, in some more personal news, I got an email this morning. There is a follow-up to that. I got an email this morning saying that I had read 28 hours this month, this past month of July, not in the first two days of August. That would be a feat. Um, and I can kind of explain a little bit more. The reason I got this email was because I bought, and I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, I bought an e-reader. Um, to be specific, I bought a Kobo, a Kaboo, as I prefer to call it, but it is a Kobo. And I want to say I bought it probably a week or two into July. So in only a, fr a portion, a fraction of July, I read whatever the math is on that. Or I think it was at 28 and a half hours, which that is a long time. And what that really got me thinking about is I wonder like if I'm spending 28 and a half hours in three weeks reading a book which I enjoy reading. I've gotten more into reading in the past couple years. You know, as a kid, I always loved the Geronimo Stilton books. That was my, my go-to. And then I would say when I was a bit older, I read The Hunger Games, those I really liked. Movies were great as well, which doesn't always happen. And the second movie was better than the first movie, which that like rarely ever happens. You have to like dig deep to find more examples of that. It, it it's a pretty rare one, but so I read those books, and then when I was older, like a few years ago, <laughs> when I when I grew up, when I was a grown up, I um, I started I started back into it. But if I'm spending twenty eight hours reading in a month, how many hours? And this is I'm just gonna be straight up. This is like the first thing I thought of. How many hours have I spent on the toilet? Don't worry, this is not going into Gupdate territory. We're not going to really take this much further. But I just couldn't help but, but, but think that. And if I couldn't help but think that, I mean, I, it's the first thing I thought of when I saw, you know, 28 hours of reading. I'm like, well, how many hours have I been on the toilet? And then it got me thinking, I have a new pitch for the shark tank, the sharks in the tank. I'm going to go on and I'm going to say, sharks, have you ever wondered how long you've spent on the toilet? And I'm probably going to say no. And I'm going to say, well, pretend you said yes. Because I think we should invent a toilet where it tracks 
It tracks minutes spent on the toilet. I think that would be a great stat to have. And I know like toilets, they're really trying to to reinvent themselves. And I know especially in other parts of the world, like they have seat warmers, they have obviously like automatic flushing, which if I could give a note to the people who create automatic flushing, it's a little bit too forceful because sometimes it'll accidentally go off. And I understand why it's forceful. I'm sure it's like a water pressure thing. They're really trying to make sure that, you know, everything that's in the bowl gets through the drains. Like, I understand it, but I just, I I feel like I hate it when I accidentally set off the alarm. Like, I'll go and maybe reach for a thing of toilet paper, and that, for some reason, will turn on the, the flush. And then you basically get a, a free bidet session because it's such strong water pressure that it all like goes, you know, back north and hits, your, hits you in the south. And I just feel like that's not, that can't be cleanly because it's like toilet water. Although my other question, and I will, I'll, I'll close this loop, but my other question would be, is toilet water dirty? Like, is toilet water itself dirty? I understand that the toilet is dirty because of what goes in there, but, like, is the actual water in a toilet any different than the water in the sink? Like, have we asked ourselves that? Because, you know, sometimes you'll, like, I'll, I'll, like, accidentally drop my phone in the toilet, and it'll, like, kind of spray back off at me and my face, and I'm like, ugh, toilet water. But, like, is it that bad? I'm not saying it's not. I'm just asking the question. Also, you could argue in that scenario, like, my whole phone is full of toilet juice. So, like, what's the point? But anyway, nothing a Lysol wipe can't fix. I just feel like, going back to my invention, we should have minutes spent on the toilet. Add it to the seat warmers. Add it to the automatic lifters that they're they're trying to invent. Just put, like... You know, and, and in the first kind of like beta version, you could say who you are, because obviously if it's a household, you can't all have a separate toilet. That's not realistic. But it should be able to sense like, okay, this is so-and-so. This is this person. This is that person. And in the original version, you you know maybe make a profile. And I actually think there's there's a lot of opportunity for expansion there. It could link with Spotify and do like a Spotify wrapped. And it could be like, you used 800 thousand pieces of toilet paper you know you spent you know 30 hundred hours uh wiping you did you know 4706 wipes you know your average wipe per session your average loose stool per year and then really we could we could find a way to link this with the health app on your phone you know how on your phone there's that like heart app and it's all health I think you could find a way to like send these behaviors to your doctor, to your primary care physician. I'm going to be 100% honest. I started this as a joke. I actually think this is a brilliant idea. And if I was smart, which to think of this idea, I obviously am. But if I was really smart, I would go back and erase the past few minutes of the podcast. But I think I'm I'm too lazy to do that. So... I don't want to say I'm giving up a free idea because um, I, I will copyright. Consider this whole thing copyrighted. I don't know if that's how it legally works, but this whole thing is copyright, copyright. Um, so you can't steal it. But 
that's gotta be a thing because I actually think like not like I'm not even being serious, not to be an ass, <laughs> but I think like it probably would be helpful for like a colonologist, a doctor of the colon, to like look back at these at these stats and be like, mm, you know, you're you're you know, you're going to you're how do they call it in a hospital? A doctor asked me this one time, and I had no idea what they were talking about. A bowel movement. Every time you make a bowel movement, which I have to say, as someone who also words things weird, I really respect and admire the work of the person who turned taking a dump into a bowel movement. That is ins- That in itself is a movement. Like whoever was a leader of the bowel movement movement, I can only applaud and that I'm being dead serious. And I'm also being serious about the fact that I really think it would probably be helpful for doctors to see these behaviors. It's just tracking behavior. Also, it could give you tips on like how to not get a hemorrhoid or what to do when you have a hemorrhoid, you know, because that's something. Or it could detect like, for some reason in the last couple of years, I've been seeing a lot of signs that are like, seeing pee, seeing blood in your urine is bad. I guess maybe there's been an uptick in, in bladder cancers. So maybe, so it could detect like in the water, like mm, this isn't supposed to be here. This is not supposed to be here. Also, if you want to add on to this, I was thinking more number two, but if you went more in the direction of number one, it could track like the shade of your um, urine, which apparently is supposed to be closer to clear than a deep mustard yellow. I don't know what that means, but so far I'm feeling good. Knocking on wood there. But yeah, I, I actually think like the medicinal toilet is like something that needs to be a thing. Again, when I started this, I was kidding. But it's at the point now where I think it's such a good idea that it must exist. Like, there's no way the first person to think of this potentially life-saving technology is some loser on a beanbag chair in a basement recording a podcast that literally no one will listen to, including family and friends. Um, so it's probably out there. And I actually, I have to, I have to Google it. Toilet that does stat tracking. The best squatty potty. Intelligent toilets. Intelligent toilets. With intelligent toilets we use daily. Intelligent toilet investment. That is true. Like the one thing you should be spending money on is hot Cheetos and also intelligent toilets that they go hand in hand what is the most dependable toilet what does a plug-free toilet mean you're not answering my question oh my gosh shoot smart toilets could can can transform health tracking someone thought of it already this is zdnet You can't stop going to the toilet. Mm, Okay. 
I have to. I'm. T- I'm here to tell you with complete honesty. I thought of that on my own. So don't be accusing me of copying ZDNet, okay? I thought of that completely. I'm an independent thinker of that idea. I promise you. I would not lie much. I do, I do not lie about the toilet. I sit on the toilet. You don't lie on the toilet, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think I figured out, if not the key to the universe... At least a key to like one of the portals. And it all happened because at this morning, this here on this here date, at like 7.20 something a.m., the company Kobo decided to email me and tell me that I had read 28 hours of material this week. And that's not even including some of the library books that I had reserved before I got the Kobo um, and have just been reading as books. I think I like, it's funny when I'm doing, I, I think I, I like the e-reader and I think that's my favorite. I think I read faster cause I just kind of like, like through the pages. Whereas anytime I have a physical book, I'm always like counting pages so I can get to the end of the chapter. And I'm like, okay, five pages. Okay. I have five pages. Now. Okay. Now I have four pages. Okay. Now it's only three. And then two, and then, like, and then I'll start counting pages like in sets. So it's like, okay, one set of two pages, two sets of two pages. And that's just nuts. But so on the, on the Kobo, I'm not distracted with that because I can see exactly, it'll literally tell you in the bottom how many hours it'll take you to finish the book. And you can see that as distracting or you can see that as stats. And I think if anyone has learned anything from this episode is that I love a stat. I also love a stat holiday. Anything that's, stat or stat adjacent is something that I want to be involved in. I would also really love to be involved in like some sort of a corn muffin at this moment. That just kind of popped into my head, but I don't know that there's anything that anyone can do for me. But like, I think a round of applause for corn muffins, honestly. Oh, speaking of a round of applause... I don't know if I read this wrong or if I'm ununderstanding of the information, but I'm pretty sure the government or like some sort of something, some sort of organization, some sort of group that seems to be reputable confirmed that there were aliens and like nobody cared. So if you listen to the show, which again, I can see the stats, speaking of that, plummeting. Actually, no, the numbers aren't plummeting because they're at zero and they haven't dipped into negative. So we're actually fine. Thank you very much. But if you listen to the show, you would know that I don't, I don't really talk about news because again, no one listens. But if in like seven years, people want to listen... They can listen back to like fresh thoughts and not necessarily me talking about news stories from said seven years ago. But I make an exception for historical events. When the queen croaked, something else with the queen before she croaked. Um, I think there's like a couple other things with the queen. Basically, the, the monarchy has gotten some sort of a pass. 
for whatever reason. Um, even though there's, I think I do believe that, you know, it's not a endorsement of them and endorsement of them. There's some shady stuff that I have to look into. Um, they don't have my stamp of approval, but it's just, you know, it's just something to talk about. But I also think that this is something to talk about. Apparently, aliens exist. And I'm going to do the hard-hitting journalism and Google it because... Okay, let's see. Aliens are among us. Okay. Let's see. I'm trying... Where is, like, the raw quote? Okay. Somebody named David... Grush, a former Defense Department intelligence official, I believe of America, said that there are quite a number of non-human space vehicles in the possession of in possess in the possession of the U.S. government. Okay, that's not like that weird. Like non, but how can you be a vehicle that's not? Aren't all humans non-vehicles? Are all vehicles non-human? But I think that sentence made sense both ways. Okay, there's there was some sort of a UFO congressional hearing, which I believe congressional is from the Latin Congress. I really should have done my research before this. Okay. Hmm. The Pentagon. Oh, so Mr. Grush, the guy we were talking about before, who was saying that the U.S. the U.S. has likely been aware of non-human activity since the '30s. Um, eh, okay, so the Pentagon, just to get both sides here, is saying that they have not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Okay. I think they just wanted to word salad us so that we stopped caring. And it worked because I have not seen anybody say anything about this. Like what? Okay. So instead of doing the hard-hitting journalism, I'm going to do what I normally do and just kind of go off of reading half a headline and interpreting it as I want to interpret it. Um, I think I'm ready for the aliens to land. I think we've proven, um, just as a society, and I'm, I'm generally quite optimistic, I think we've proven that like we, like we can't. Like we, we tried. We tried to build like a nice... Well, no, I don't think we are. I don't think the goal was nice when whoever was, you know, creating society was creating it. But we have tried to make it work. It's not working. And I think we need the aliens to come down and like maybe show us. Just be like, hey, like, at least let us know how like their world is going. And if they come down and they're like, no, everything is fine. Like, we love our lives. There's like peace and harmony. Christmas is here every day. Then, then we're doing something wrong and we need tips. If they come down and it's as bad up there as it is down here, or, or down there and up here, I don't know if they're north, south, east, west, peanut butter and jelly, but I think we just need some confirmation that like this whole trying to be a society thing and, and exist you know, as, as one people is, is difficult. Because if they are talking about it like it's easy, 
never do something wrong and need their help. And I would love to receive their help. I actually, I do believe that there are aliens. And I think the general consensus is that there are. I think there's, I don't think they are like we talk about them, but there's, there's gotta be like other people, you know? And I would love to see them. I don't want to be, I don't want to be abducted by aliens for two reasons. Because the first reason is it sounds kind of scary. And the second reason is no one would believe you. So it's almost like you would just feel like the whole world was gaslighting you in the, in the truest sense of the term, not just like someone was mean to you or did something you didn't agree with. So you're calling them a gaslighter. Like you would actually be gaslit into thinking that that didn't happen. So, and it would honestly, on me, the gaslighting would probably work. I'd probably be like, no, you're right. I was like, had too much talk about lava sauce the night before, you know, too many Tums. That's a side effect of Tums. So I am going to look more into the aliens. And I also would like to look into um, parallel universes. Maybe we just do a a full rebrand into like a conspiracy theorist podcast. But if the government is telling us that there's aliens, like, is it, is it a conspiracy theory? Like, is it a conspiracy theory if it's true? Like, what makes something a conspiracy? Versus just, a, like, a, a specifically a conspiracy theory versus just a theory. I don't know. But, I mean, to go from talking about reading to toilets to aliens, I know no one's listening to this, but... I can't imagine there's like many other places you could go to get that type of variety. So I just, there just must be no market for, for what I'm trying to hawk over here because like, this is, this is unique if nothing else. So anyway, I will let you all slash none go. I thank you for your time. You can find us on the internet podcast.nobodyaskforthis.podbean.com that's our website there you can find the links to all the places we are we're on apple podcasts we're on spotify amazon more places we are also on instagram we're on twitter oh no sorry we're on instagram and we're on x twitter is now called x apparently I would get into that, but I don't know, and I have run out of time to do research for this episode, as as it is coming to a close. But the the Twitter bird is long gone; it's been abducted by aliens. Uh, maybe it's going to come back in a few days, and we're going to all it's going to be like, no, I was abducted by aliens, and we're going to be like, calm down, Twitter bird. No, you weren't. But anyway, be nicer to the Twitter bird, or sorry, the X bird. Is it still bird? I don't know. Um, you know what? In fact, just just find us on on Facebook then. I think Facebook has stayed pretty much the same, except that one week where they told us they were going to change their name to Meta, and everyone freaked out, and then it didn't happen. So a lot is going on, but I'm going to leave. I'm going to be one less thing that is going on for you. Even though I know that I already am, because no one listens to this. And I'm not just saying that to be nice. Like I can literally see the numbers, and there's nobody... But it's okay, I'm going to keep doing this for fun. Which is a lot less sadder than it sounds. Okay, have a great weekend. I will see you next week. Not see, but here.
You'll hear me. Bye.